what's going on what's good with everybody hope you guys are having a awesome monday i'm having a decent monday even though we got a lot of chicanery and shenanigans to discuss oh yes your boy swiper is back at it he's saying no soup for you better yet no check for you and what did I tell y'all? I look. I'm sorry. But I have to I have to gloat about it. If you remember, if you've been around long enough to be listening to, you know, a lot of my back and forths with certain people. I had a back and forth with, you know, the good BGS where I basically said that if Obama was in office during the pandemic, you would not get a stimulus check. You remember when I said that? And he was like, oh, you would get something. I was like, yeah, you might get something. But you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna get no $2,000. You can hang that up. That ain't gonna happen. Candy Cam said, showing appreciation for financial motivation last night. Big boy talk, no doubt, man. Appreciate you. But how dare you? How dare you think that Biden should have to give you $2,000? How dare you? He shouldn't have to give you $2,000. He don't owe you nothing. Oh, the audacity, the pure unmitigated gall. Dare you think that he should have to give you any money? <sighs> Turner, and it gets worse. Oh yeah, by the way, um, as you can see, I have gotten the show closer to 2 p.m. You feel me? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get back on track, back on schedule. This is the closest to 2 p.m. we've gotten. We're going to try to keep it rolling. But today, what I want to talk about, I want to talk about this mythical $2,000 stimulus check. And I also want to talk about how your boy is probably going to go down in history as one of the worst presidents. You know, after, after, after he's no longer president, and there's no uh there's no benefit to giving him false props and things of that nature you then you're going to see everybody talk about what he really did right
But before we go into any of that, y'all know how we do. We try to get at least, at the very least, 20 contributors. But I thought about it, considering the fact this show actually gets more viewers than Boss Talk Radio. I actually should be trying to get 40 contributors here. So make sure you support the channel. You can do so by going to Cash App, dollar sign, The Angry Man. Make the Cash App ring during the stream. It is actually you. It is actually you. Faithful contributors who actually make this show possible, who actually make it so that this show can continue to grow and get bigger and better than ever. All of that good stuff. So hit the Cash App, make the Cash App ring during the stream. So we can get this road on the show. You feel me? Shout out to Dark Power. Always coming through, showing some love. Appreciate you, bro. So. Turner! Like I said a second ago. And you know, BGS is probably somewhere doing the face palm. He's probably like, why does Angry Man keep throwing shots at me? I'm not throwing shots. I promise. I promise. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not still mad about him, you know, being disrespectful to me. I'm, I'm not mad about that anymore. Um, but I am going to gloat. Every time I'm right about something, I'm going to gloat. Now, why am I going to gloat? I'm going to gloat because... I notice in the spaces, the inner sectors and inner spheres and all of that crap. I notice that there is a tendency to praise and worship those who have academic uh, titles, you know, and, and, and academic achievements. And by contrast, to talk down to those of us who do not have PhDs, who do not have uh, traditional education, right? And by that, I'm not talking about grade school, grammar school, high school. I'm talking about college. Even though I did attend a little bit of college. I didn't finish because I predicted correctly that it wouldn't matter. And it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I'm sitting up here right now broadcasting, talking to a large audience and actually doing it for a living, do I have a degree in broadcasting? Nope. Certainly don't. All right? So I predicted rightfully so that going to college for anything other than 
you know, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics is a waste of time. Now, if you go to college for, you know, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, if you go to college for STEM, you're actually going there to learn something that's actually going to be monetizable. But if you're going there to get a degree in basket weaving, to get a degree in social services, <laughs> gender studies, like you, you're wasting your time. That's just me being honest. You can disagree with it if you like, whatever. But I notice a tendency to only want to give props to men in these spaces that have degrees, PhDs. And look, I'm not, I'm not trying to take a dump on those individuals. There are some guys here that have PhDs that I'm cool with. You know, the first person that comes to mind is Dr. Tia San Johnson. I have nothing but love and respect for Dr. Tia San Johnson because he actually puts in the work, you know. But I am opposed to the idea that you have to have a PhD in order to be taken seriously, in order to be considered intelligent, in order to be considered a uh, source of intellectual wealth, knowledge, and understanding. I, I disagree with that. I vehemently disagree with that. The reason why I disagree with that is because if that were true, you would not have your Malcolm X's. Brother Malcolm proved on many occasions that he was not only articulate, extremely intelligent, but he did all of it without being a, uh, uh, an academic, okay? Let's just be real. Let's just be real. James says, smarter men give you props, just my opinion. That's true. That's true. I do get props from a lot of intelligent men. I've never heard Dr. Tia San Johnson talk down on me, ever. Probably never will. It's not in his character to do so. Um, you know, I've, I've never encountered intelligent men that said, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's always, you know, it's always men who are not intelligent, who are masquerading as intelligent, who always try to tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, to get back to the point, I knew, I knew before he got in office what he would do. In fact, I told the general wherever he's at, me and the general had a little debate and I think the general is still in the military which really confuses me because I thought when you were in the military you're supposed to uh, support your commander in chief and at the time his commander in chief was Trump but he had a lot of uh, disparaging things to say about him to say the least so we got into a debate about Trump and I told him flat out, I said, I hope 
because you know i got frustrated once i get frustrated i'll say something really like i don't know if people notice this or not but when i get really angry i'll say something very black pill very black pill i'll i'll look when i get angry i'll say something so black pill that most black pillars won't even be feeling it they'll be like oh that's a little harsh don't you think Is it? So, he said something crazy that I wasn't really feeling. And I told him, and this is what I said verbatim. I said, I hope your boy actually wins. So I can prove just how stupid you niggas are. That's what I said. That's what I said. And true to form, True to form. He is, he is doing just that. He is fulfilling my statement. He's fulfilling it. Oh, he hasn't even been in there. He hasn't even been in there a good couple of weeks. And he's already fulfilling it. And you got to ask yourself, now wait a minute. I, I'm sorry, you guys. I have to revel in this. I have to. I have to. I have to. You know why? Because it teaches people a lesson. It teaches them. Do not, by no circumstances, underestimate the angry man. Don't do it. Don't do it. I done told you. I don't know how many times. Don't underestimate me. But you still do it. You just don't get it. You don't get it. See, Billy, I don't get down what you may think me. You're a badass. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. You're a badass. You understand what I'm saying? You better. Yeah. I was born in these streets, raised in these streets, walked in these streets. Talk about these streets, lived in these streets, hustled in these streets, arrested in these streets, protected by these streets, yeah, you know I walk through the valley of these streets, I shall not live these streets, because I run these streets, and I pay my dues with my own times I gotta tell you goofball Negroes stop underestimating me stop underestimating me you have absolutely no idea what I'm over here doing when I'm not on screen I could be over here reading freaking 
I could be over here reading research on string theory for all you know. You have no idea what I'm doing. I could be over here devouring books the way, the way fat kids devour cupcakes. You don't know what I'm doing over here. Stop judging books by their cover. Stop thinking that you're the smartest person in the room. Okay? The code appreciates you. Paul said, ain't nothing wrong telling them fools. I told you so. That's right. I told you so. Now, here's the funny thing about it. Here's what's so funny about it. What's so funny about it, A. Scott said, much respect. What's so funny about it is that they could be like, well, you was wrong, angry man. Like, which part was I wrong about? Well, on the one hand, you said that Trump was going to win. And then on the other hand, you said you hope Biden win because when he win, he going to prove that, uh, that, that we're stupid. Isn't it funny that you could have a contradictory situation and still be right? Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny how that works? Is it, but you said Trump was going to win. He didn't? I mean, either way you cut it, I ended up being right. Either way you cut it. And you're like, well, wait a minute. No, that's not true. It is. You say, well, wait a minute. How, how is that possible? It's possible because there's a such thing. Look, here's what you got to realize. And this is what most people who praise academics never realize. There's two types of people in this world when it comes to intelligence, right? There are people on the one hand who have book smarts, you know, very matter of fact, very procedural, you know, very academic. In other words, their realm of intelligence or their, their, their grasp of uh, knowledge is confined to very strict criteria. This is why back in the day, the term thinking outside of the box was such a big deal, right? Thinking outside of the box is not a big deal for some people because some people have an imagination. They don't have to be told to do something or they don't have to have something outlined in a syllabus in order to, for them to understand what they need to do. So you got that side of it. Then you got the other side of it, which is people with common sense, people who are extremely perceptive, people who can read the tea leaves, people who pay attention to everything that's going on around them. And it gives them this sort of awareness and they have a high comprehension level which means they pick up on things very quickly, right? 
So you have those two types of intelligences, right? Prime example of somebody with book smarts would be like these freaking hedge fund guys that got taken for a ride a couple of days ago, right? And an example of the other type of intelligence are the guys that took them for a ride. Now, occasionally, you will come across someone who has a combination of both. The person that has a combination of both of those is considered a genius. You understand? Because they have been able to, to combine the ability to be smart when it comes to books and academia, but they're also smart when it comes to common sense. They're also smart when it comes to comprehension. They're also smart when it comes to paying attention to what's going on. Examples like that would be your uh, uh, your Steve Jobs, your, you know, individuals like that, right? You know, your Steve Jobs, your, your, your Bill Gates, uh, your angry mans. I didn't like school. Period. This is why I chose not to continue to pursue academic uh, uh, achievements. Because I also knew that it was going to be pointless. And I'm glad I went this route because I know for a fact that had I continued to pursue my education and gotten a PhD, if I were here on YouTube with a PhD, a lot of you fake, phony, no good, raggedy ass dudes would be kissing my ass just because of that title. And if, if you were kissing my ass because of a title, I, I just don't think I could bear it. I don't think I would be able to live with myself. See, I, I like it better when you have to underestimate me because of your own ignorance, because of your own ignorance and prejudice. I love the fact that you underestimate me based on that because it makes it so much more satisfying when it turns out that you're wrong and I'm right. Because I know it just destroys the foundation of reality that you believe that the only people in the world that are intelligent are people that take their butt to school and do what their mommy and their daddy tell them to do. It's only those who go to school with your Brooks Brothers suit and your little, your little uh, uh, messenger bag with your books in it. You're the only ones that know anything. You're the only intelligent ones. Everybody else is a bunch of dummies, especially if they're from the hood and they're street dudes. They don't know what they're talking about. They're just a bunch of dope dealing, uh, 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 Madden playing pookies, right?
Well, see, the funny thing about it is I'm tired of being in that position. See, when you look at intersectionalism, right? There are groups in intersectionalism that say they're the most oppressed, oppressed, almost sound like I said depressed. It seems like they're the most oppressed because they belong to multiple groups. So if you got a black woman who is part of the alphabet community, she'll say, well, I'm oppressed more than anybody because I'm black, you know, because she's black, she's a woman, and she's part of the alphabet community. That's three levels of quote unquote oppression, right? Well, here's the thing about me. I'm not oppressed, but I am silenced. And I'm silenced intersectionally. Now, now what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is there are groups that are allowed to talk about me because of my circumstance or what I am, but it's wrong for me to talk about them. And academia is, is, is one of those groups. See, as a black man that's from the hood, academics can talk about me all day or what they perceive to be that I am. They can say, oh, them hood Negroes and the, them, them dope dealers and them street dudes, they, they're a drain on us and this, that, and the third. They make all black people look bad. See, they can talk about me all day. And it's justified. See, I can't talk about them. I have an opinion about them. Like, I wouldn't be caught dead. I would not want to be like, look, see, I can't say what I'm going to say. Because if I say it, coming from me, it's going to be wrong. That, that's one level of it. That's one level of it. Now, the next level is... I'm light-skinned, which means dark-skinned people can talk about me all day long. They can make all kinds of light-skinned jokes. But if I say something about them, I'm wrong. I'm also a man. Women can talk about me all day. But if I talk about them, I'm wrong. I'm also an entrepreneur. If I talk about working class folk, I'm wrong. Working class folk can talk about me. And trust and believe I have some opinions. 
I have some opinions. I have some opinions about dark-skinned folk. They love to crack jokes about light-skinned folk. And I will not say them here because I guarantee you by the time I get finished, you will be offended. You will be looking at me with the side eye. You'll be like, you wrong for that angry man. No, you just prejudiced in the mug. If they're allowed to talk about me, I should be allowed to talk about them. I got opinions about academia. Now that opinion may not be, that, that opinion may not hurt as many feelings as the dark skin jokes. But I have, a, I have a thing about academia. And trust and believe. I've, I've laid it out a few times. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that are offended by it. Nemotep Hook said, no $2,000 checks for you. I can how the BWs, I can see how the BWs who claim they saved the Democrats feel, not think. Yeah. By the way, if y'all are wondering why I have not gotten to the main topic, the reason why I haven't got to the main topic is because we've only had four people hit the cash app. I will not get to the main topic until we get at least 20 people to support the show. So to what, what, what was the guy's name? What was that dude's name? Joey Lopez to, so to Joey Lopez if you happen to be watching this show right now see I'm, I'm not going to be played for a fool every time because see a lot of times the reason why I have so much difficulty reaching the contribution goal is because I'll just go ahead into the topic and then hope and pray that people will contribute. I'm not gonna keep doing that. Mm -mm. If you value the content, support the content. It's, it's a very simple calculus. It's very simple. It's very simple. Shout out to Gabe. Gabe said, very timely subject matters of discussion, getting surgical in this bit. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it needs to be discussed. It needs to be discussed. It needs to be discussed. Shout out to Jaren. Appreciate you, bro. Turner! Let's see. D-Rock Den said it's the Monday fire. Appreciate you, bro. Shout out to Joanna. Said, how do I become a member? Um... Usually I, I direct people to go to the um go to a computer or a laptop because then it will definitely show up. If you go to a computer or a laptop, it'll actually show a um 
a join button right next to the right next to the show. In fact, hold on, I'll show you exactly what it looks like. Turner. Let's see. Okay, so if you want to join, this is what you do. You see right down here where it says join. Now on your page, it's going to look different. You ain't going to have analytics and edit video, but it should be a join button right there below the like, dislike, share, and all of that. Right. That's how you join. Does anybody know what this BHM is next to the uh, YouTube uh, icon? Does anybody know what that is? What that's up there for? Shout out to Eden. Appreciate the super sticker. Shout out to Peaceful Pile. He said, what up, AM? Shout out to James. Appreciate you. Yeah, it is difficult to join off of an iPhone. It is. It is. You said Black History Month? Ha <laughs> ha! Woo! Ha 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 ha! Ah, oh, that's funny. <laughs> he grows his pride like angry man, stupid. He didn't know that meant Black History Month. You know why? Because I don't believe there should be a Black History Month. That's why. That's how, that's how far removed I am from the concept of Black History Month. Shout out to Almighty. I don't believe in a Black History Month. I don't. I don't. You you cannot you cannot confine Black History to a month. And the shortest month at that. Black History is American history, point blank period. And it needs to be acknowledged as so. Shout out to K Nation. Shout out to Ezel. Ezel coming through. Turner. Shout out to One Eyed One. Turner. Shout out to Lou. Turner. Shout out to Derek. Appreciate y'all. Derek says, salute big bro, fueling the anger, 3000 Sparta. Back. Turner. Black History Month.
What a joke. What a joke. Black, the first, the first day of Black History Month. You know what? I shouldn't even title this no $2,000 checks for you. I should have I titled this something else and went in on black folks. That's what I should have did. I should have kicked off Black History Month by talking cash-ish about ninjas. That's what I should have did. Y'all probably saying, angry man, you ain't hitting on two cent. Oh, well. Oh, well. But like I said, man, support the show. Hit the cash app. Now, here's the funny thing. I guess today would be the perfect day to talk about this $2,000 stimulus check because you Negroes sincerely thought that Joe Biden was going to give you $2,000. I mean, this just, this boggles my mind. This is hilarious to me. You, you really thought that he was going to make good on his promises as if you have not been around long enough to know this is what the Democrats do. They do it every time. They promise you dumb Negroes the world. They act like they're going to be jolly old St. Nick and they're going to come down to the hood and they're going to give you everything you need. Like how many times you're like, you're like Thor on the Avengers. You know, when, 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 you know, Thor tried to jump at Loki and Loki was right there. And it turned out to be a, a, an optical illusion. And Loki's like, when are you not going to fall for that? <laughs> Black people, when are you not going to fall for that? Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> the orange man was so bad, he put $2,000 in your pocket. He was so bad. Let, let's, let's review, shall we? Let's review. So he wanted to give you $2,000. The Democrats shut it down and then turned around and gave you the exact same stimulus package that Trump was going to give you so that they could take credit for it. Then when it came time for Trump to give you another stimulus package, they put the blocks on it because it was so close to the election. Nancy Pelosi put the kibosh on it. Until after the election, when she knew it was going to make her career look worse if she didn't. So they said, eh, let, let's give them this $600. Let, give them this $600 so they'll shut up. Right. So then Biden tells you that once he gets in office, he said it out of his mouth. He said flat out out of his mouth. Right. Let's see. Where, where's where's the where's the video? 
Let me let me see if I can find the video. Let's see. Let's find the video where he says it, where he says it out of his own mouth, so that you can hear it, so that you know I'm not lying. Let's see. Oh, that's not the one. <sighs> okay. Yeah, there we go. Here we go. So this is honestly. All right, so here we go. Let's let's pull this up real quick. Can you tell me what he said? Make an immediate difference in your own lives the lives of the people all across this country because their election will put an end to the block in Washington that $2,000 stimulus check, that money that will go out the door immediately. What did he just say? He basically said if he's elected, it'll put a stop to that block on that $2,000 stimulus check and it will go out immediately. That's what he said, right? Let's play it again. Go out the door immediately. Tell people who are in real trouble this check. That to the block in Washington that tooth because their election will put an end to the block in Washington that two thousand dollar stimulus check. That money that will go out the door immediately will put an end to the block in Washington that two thousand dollar stimulus check. That money that will go out the door immediately. This country because their election will put an end to the block in Washington, that $2,000 stimulus check, that money that will go out the door immediately. Tell because their election will put an end to the block in Washington, that $2,000 stimulus check, that money that will go out the door immediately. Tell See, being in the information age is a beautiful thing because they would have been able to bury that. They would have been able to bury it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to find it. You wouldn't be able to know that he said that, right? So what's the deal with the stimulus check? What's the deal with the stimulus check? Appreciate the membership, Joanna. What's the deal with the stimulus check? The deal with the stimulus check is that he's trying to pull a fast one on you. James said, banana in the tailpipe. Yeah, he's trying to pull a fast one on you. So basically, once he got confirmed, he claimed that he was going to roll out a $1.9 trillion stimulus package. Now, that would have been a $2,000 check, right? But... Now they're talking about a $600 billion. So basically a third of what they were going to um, supposedly put out. You know, they're, they're, they're sitting back negotiating how they can bird feed the American people a, a, a stimulus package. Meanwhile, you know, they're, they're giving that kind of money away to other countries like uh, old lady in church giving away candy. 
They're not negotiating on how much money to give other countries. No, they're, they're, they're writing the check. But when it comes to you, the American people, they negotiate, right? Now you would think that this would be a bipartisan issue. You would think that this, they would be in agreement you know, because the premise is the, the stimulus is to, you know, infuse, you know, infuse the economy or, um, you know, stimulate the economy and help small business owners. We know that it doesn't, you know, but what's his rationale? See, now they're talking about giving you a $1,400 check. Now you might say, well, how'd they come up with $1,400? Because Biden, you know, in, in his, in his miserly, you know, Ebenezer Scrooge style of thought, he's thinking to himself, the last administration gave you $600 recently. So if they gave you $600, we'll give you 14 and that all together will be 2000, huh? 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 I'm working here, huh? And me personally, I think you'll be lucky if you get that. I think after they get through negotiating, they might give you another $600 on the premise that, well, the last administration gave you $600. Um, you was happy with that, so you should be happy with the $600 we give you. Well, technically, he gave us more than $600. That was the second stimulus. I don't know what that's called. I'm talking about recently, right? Book of Rona says, shout out to DJ Val Bundy with the swiped and screwed remix on deck. <laughs> Bluff City Nerd said the left are a lot like dating coaches. They continue to sell most black Americans a pipe dream, yet black Americans continue to buy in to it due to political ignorance and emotional decision-making. Wow. Gotta take a sip on that one. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Get to the chopper! And shout out to the famous Davis. He said blacks fall for the same trickery every single time. Black History Month is the biggest scam on us. By the way, Malcolm was right and Martin was wrong. Click clack. Got, you got that right. Facts, bro. Facts. Dante came through. He said 46 strikes again. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, Turner!
Some might say, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, angry man. Surely, surely, <laughs> surely, since there is footage of Swiper telling everybody that the $2,000 checks are going to roll out immediately, surely since this footage exists, surely he can be held accountable for it. I mean, pfft, the media should be all over this. Well, the media is all over it. The media is all over it. In fact, the media right now, as we speak, is running interference for him. Newsweek says Joe Biden critics falsely claim president lied about $2,000 stimulus checks. Joe Biden's critics are claiming the president lied about the size and promptness of stimulus checks promised during campaigning in Georgia runoffs. The hashtag Biden lied, the Biden lied hashtag began trending on Twitter on Sunday after the Democratic Party shared a tweet that outlined Biden's plans to get $1,400 checks to most Americans on top of the already agreed $600 payments. Biden will build on the $600 down payment provided by Congress last year. Oh, that was a down payment. Oh, oh, well, well, okay. That makes sense. Not <laughs> sending an additional $1,400 to households across America, totaling direct payments of $2,000 per person, the party posted on Saturday. Some using the Biden lied hashtag insisted Biden had promised individual $2,000 payments rather than $1,400 on top of $600 checks. That was never the case. <laughs> POTUS will build on $600 down payment provided by Congress last year, sending an additional $1,400 to households across America, totaling direct payments in 2,000 per person. No check for you. When Congress passed a $900 billion COVID relief package, which included the $600 payments in December, Biden insisted the, that sum was only a down payment. Yeah, cause that's what he just said in that, uh, uh, in the, on the campaign trail, right? Biden announced his $1.9 trillion American rescue plan on January 14th when he said, we will finish the job of getting a total of a $2,000 in cash relief to people when who need it the most. The $600 already appropriated is simply not enough. A White House press release issued six days later specifically cited the president's plans to send out $1,400 per person checks. You see that? You, you, you see that? Now, for any of you who are new to this sector, any of you who are new to 
my channel, there is a term that I have used on a regular basis that a lot of you who have been watching me for a while are familiar with. Those of you who are new, you may not be familiar with this term. You know what the term is? Let, let me pull it up for you. Let me pull it up for you. The term is called gaslighting. And as it says here on Wikipedia, gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or a group covertly sows seed of seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or group, making them question their own memory, perception, or judgment. It may evoke changes in them such as cognitive dissonance or low self-esteem, rendering the victim additionally dependent on the gaslighter for emotional support and validation using denial, misdirection, contradiction, and misinformation. Gaslighting involves attempts to destabilize the victim and delegitimize the victim's beliefs. Instances can range from the denial by an abuser that previous abusive incidents occurred to belittling the victim's emotions and feelings to the staging of bizarre events hmm, by the abuser with the intention of disorienting the victim. The goal of gaslighting is to gradually undermine the victim's confidence in their own ability to distinguish truth from falsehood, right from wrong, reality from delusion, thereby rendering the individual or group pathologically dependent on the gaslighter for their thinking and feelings. That's exactly what you just saw. See, it's kind of hard for a person to deny lying about something when you have them on tape telling the lie. You have them on tape telling the lie. You got them on tape telling a lie. And you know the reason why they're constantly, you notice every single time they get ready to have a discussion about a stimulus package, the reason why they debate and deliberate it over so much, because they don't give a rat's ass about the American people. That's why. That's why. See, this is not what mainstream media or the news is going to tell you. They're not going to tell you that. Because to be truthfully honest, the mainstream media, they are complicit in this BS. They want to continue to pretend like, you know, they don't want to call a spade a spade. They don't want to point out the corruptness of this new regime. And see, most people would say, oh, you calling it a regime? Eh, really? It ain't a regime? He wasn't inaugurated surrounded by troops and fences and tanks and Humvees? The only thing he didn't do is come out in a military uniform. That's the only thing he didn't do. That's the only thing he didn't do. And he gaslit the American public when he did all of that. 
Uh, he was afraid of, for, for you know, like, yeah, let's get serious, man. When was the last time somebody made an attempt on a president? Let's just be real. We don't live in those times anymore. We don't live in those times where some random dude just runs up to the president and, and starts letting off. That, that don't exist no more. Not to mention the fact that the, our government has stepped up its game when it comes to that type of thing. So that's not even a, that's not even a reality anymore. No, the reason why he, he did all of that is because he learned from the mistakes of 2016. See, he didn't want, if you remember in 2016, when Trump got elected, on inauguration day, there was a bunch of people outside at the Capitol protesting. You even had Madonna making threats on the president. You had Madonna and uh, what, what's the name? Uh, Winona Ryder. You had those two on a loudspeaker making threats. See, Biden didn't want all of that. See, he knew that if he would have had a regular inauguration, there would have been a ton of protesters out there. And that would have been bad for optics. You see, that would have been bad for optics. See, the, the gaslighting comes where it says, oh, well, we did it this way because we were afraid for our safety. And see, the, the, the 6th of January provided the perfect excuse for that. You know, you even got conservatives still running around here. They, they don't want to get out of the trick bag to save their life. They still run around here. What happened on the 6th was absolutely deplorable. And it's like, bruh, how can you in one breath say what happened on the 6th was deplorable, but then turn around and say President Trump didn't incite anything? You fell for the okie doke. Now, sure, you can go to Trump's speech and see that he didn't incite anything, but it doesn't matter because he was the one that told everybody to come to Washington on the 6th. The only way you can denounce anybody saying that Trump incited something is you have to denounce the whole thing. You, you, you can't pick and choose because you make, it makes your logic faulty. You can't sit here and say that what they did on the six was horrible, but simultaneously say it wasn't the fault of the guy who asked them to come down there on the six, especially when it's a guy that they've already been putting the label of uh, racist and oh, uh, he incites violence. They've been, they've been saying he incites violence ever since he got in office. They've been saying that the Trump supporters are violent ever since he got in office, even though we haven't seen any proof of that. Right? So every last one of you conservatives that jump out here and say what happened on the 6th was, no, what you should have been saying all along is that what happened on the 6th was one incited by a group of people who were not even Trump supporters and two, barely anybody get, got injured in that situation. There are a couple of deaths that happened only one of which is actually associated with the situation. And that comes from that girl being shot by the Capitol Police. Like, let's just be real. We've seen the videos. We've seen the videos of them being ushered in. 
So every time you get up there and say, oh, well, I denounce what happened on the 6th. All that tells us is that you falling for the okie doke. Why? Because you're so afraid that if you don't denounce it, they're going to come after you. You even got Ted Cruz. You even got Ted Cruz who done all the way switched up. All the way switched up. All the way switched up. He said President Trump was both reckless and irresponsible and did not prove election you-know-what in any court. That's your boy Ted Cruz. Playing politics. So we're back to we're back to politics as usual. We're back to politics as usual. Jabrizi Magic said, you can't lie. Democrats make it look convincing to join the dark side with all these W's on black people. What you mean by that? I appreciate the 50 spot, but what you mean by that? What you mean by that? I don't understand what that means. Well, let me read it again. Maybe I read it wrong. Let's see. You can't lie. Democrats make it look convincing to join the dark side with all these W's on black people. I don't, I don't understand what the dark side is. What, what's the dark side? The Democrats or the Republicans? What, what's the dark side? Uh, Brother Zeke said JB is Simpior Palpatine. <laughs> so I think he means L's. Uh, that, 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 that statement is, is something, I, I don't know. I'm losing the context of that statement. I meant to say, I meant them saying they'll do one thing and do another. Well, let's see the problem. See, the problem with it is this. This, this is the problem with it, right? The problem with it is this. It's that they have a track record of doing that. So it would be foolish for anybody to turn to the dark side and support the Repub the Democratic Party knowing that they're going to renege. Like they we know they're going to renege on what they're saying. We know this. We know this. We know this. Now, if you're saying that the dark side is the Republicans, you know, I don't necessarily agree that the Republicans are the dark side, but you make a valid point when you say, you know, it's not hard to see how people would be willing to join the Republicans with everything we see the Democrats do to black people. Now, if that's what you're saying, I, I agree totally. It's, it's, it's not hard to see why black people would step away from the Democrats with everything they always do and have a track record of doing. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Almighty said, 
what is he talking about? Cheating is not winning. Cheating is cheating because they cheat good don't mean they win good. Uh, that That's true. That is true. Yeah, when he's right, he's right. <laughs> that's, that's, that is true. That is true. When he's right, he's right. Let's see. Shout out to Mr. Zeke coming through. Mr. Zeke. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Zeke. Turner. Shout out to Shane Breaker. Shane Breaker coming through. We got a couple bosses in here. Turner. You got a couple bosses in here. You feel me? Oh yeah, let me give my man Jabreezy. $50 boss up. Let's see. Then we got Latrenda. Latrenda, what's good with you? Latrenda said, fully supportive. Coming in here, dropping that grid. Now, now, now look, I, I got to say this. I got to say this. Now, Latrenda is obviously right-leaning. And Latrenda is a black woman. So I got to say this to you brothers. I got to point this out. Okay. I got to point this out. You got Latrenda coming here. And it ain't the first time she's done it. Turner. $50 boss up. Hey. Look. Latrenda coming here dropping serious bread. You feel me? Shout out to Latrenda. Appreciate the support. Then you got my man Shakedown. See, Shakedown, he always do that. Shout out to Shakedown, man. Coming in here, dropping that boss bread. You feel me? Shakedown coming in here, matching. You feel me? He said, tried to send chat. I guess YouTube not having it. Yeah, they probably tripping. Who knows? Who knows? You know what? This is what they do. Turner! I figured out what, uh, I figured out what YouTube does. Jabrizi said, it was a joke. The Democrats are the dark side. What you're saying is facts, though. Hey, appreciate you, bro. Nah, you can't. Well, if you, you're looking at, well, if that's the case, if you're saying the Democrats are the dark side and you're saying it's hard not to want to join the dark side with everything that the Democrats are doing to the black people, but you black, bro. <laughs> so if, that's, that's like, that's like saying, that's like saying, you know, back during Jim Crow, that's like saying that, and I get it was a joke, but, you know, that's like saying during Jim Crow that, you know, it seemed like the Klan just keep winning. I might as well join them. You don't have that option. <laughs> you don't have that option. That's the entire point. You don't have that option. See, and, and look, and most people be like, well, that's an extreme case. No, it's really not. You know, the fact of the matter is us as black people not knowing the history of the two parties, those particular two parties, not knowing the history, we look like fools when we call ourselves Democrats. Because calling yourself a Democrat or being a part of that party 
is no different than calling yourself a clan member, being part of the Ku Klux Klan or a skinhead or a Nazi. Like you, 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 you've joined an organization that is hell bent on your destruction. And see, in the past, you've given such strong opposition to groups that have tried to destroy you that they figured out they can't come at you with a head-on attack. They have to subvert. They have to, they have to, they have to do it in a different word, way. So they, you know, they've pulled out the 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 art of war on you. So now what they do is they pretend like they're helping you while simultaneously hurting you. Like for instance, they say that they're pro-choice. Oh, we're pro-choice. Her body, her choice. And you think that they're giving you a benefit by giving you the option to be able to abort your child, but you fell for that and you don't even realize that helps their agenda. That helps their Planned Parenthood agenda. The, the chick that created Planned Parenthood, it's a known fact that she created it for the purpose of genocide. We know this. This, this is not a mystery. We know this. So they've convinced you that this is a benefit to you, and it's not. It's the same way with food stamps and, and welfare. They've convinced you that they're trying to help you when really the purpose of that is to hinder you. And instead of educating yourself and learning what it means to, 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 to get subverted, you know, you're, you're, you're just taking it. And, and look, this book right here tells you, despise the free lunch. Despise the free lunch. Nothing costs more than free. That's why when people come in here talking about the show is free, let me tell you something. If my show was free, you need to worry. You need to worry. And any content creator you go to that says, well, my show is completely free, you need to worry because you're paying some kind of way. You're paying some kind of way. Okay? You're paying some kind of way. Now, most of you'd be like, well, no, nah, that's not true. How would I be paying? Well, Somebody puts out a free show. You feel what I'm saying? Like, for instance, let's say that you go to a store and somebody has the best cookies in the world. And, and you're like, wow, these cookies are really great. How much do they cost? Oh, they're free to the public. Anybody can have them. Why are you just giving these cookies away all willy-nilly? If you were to take that cookie to a lab and examine it, you might find something, you might find an ingredient in there that's not really good, okay? In other words, you come to these content creators that swear up and down their content is free, you gotta ask yourself, every human being has a motivation. So what's the motivation behind giving away something for free? Well, if you give away something for free, you're guaranteed to get more people to partake in it. So it never crosses your mind that maybe some of these individuals give away content for free because they're trying to lead you down the wrong path. You never think about that, do you? Which ultimately you end up paying for more. You feel me? This is just like a conversation I had with Grinch. I said, I don't trust anybody. I don't trust anybody that offers services for free. 
I don't. I don't. I don't trust a soul. Any dude I encounter that's not trying to make money, I don't trust. Because I only halfway trust somebody that's trying to make money. But I understand his motivations. I understand what he's doing. I understand why he's doing what he's doing. He's trying to make money. You feel what I'm saying? But somebody that is, is you know, what you would call a true believer, a religious zealot, somebody that says they're doing what they're doing for a greater cause, you got to worry about those individuals. You got to worry about those individuals. Henry said, respect, OG, appreciate you. You got to worry about those individuals. Anybody that says, let me tell you something, some of the worst atrocities known to man have been done under the guise of the greater good. The Crusades was for the greater good. The Inquisition was for the greater good. Okay? When, when, when your boy over in Germany started his party and was trying to exterminate people, when he was up there screaming and preaching and whatever, he was saying it was for the greater good. You're going to pay somewhere. Exactly. Exactly, the missus. You're going to pay somewhere. Somewhere, some kind of way, you're going to pay. You feel me? I would rather know how I'm paying. You feel me? Instead of not knowing how I'm paying. But you know, you got these you got these individuals that get up here virtue signaling on a regular basis. They virtue signal so hard, you you, you wonder you wonder if they're gonna get an aneurysm. John Henry, appreciate the membership. But I told you. I told you that Swiper was not going to give you no stimulus check. Now, you watch. They going to whittle that check down. You, you watch. You watch. Now, I don't know. They might, they might end up giving you the $1,400 because of pressure. Because there's a lot of people that's picking up this story and basically saying that he lied. Right. And so now the White House is pushing the narrative that, no, he didn't lie about the 2000. What he was thinking was that the 600 was a down payment and for and we'll see. This is what people need to do. People need to point out, bruh, you don't get to take credit for that. That wasn't your administration that sent out that six hundred dollars. That wasn't your administration. You hadn't been confirmed yet. But see, what he's trying to do is he's trying to pretend like it was his administration because it was after the election. You see what I'm saying? Brother Zeke said, J-Lo to simps. My love don't cost a thing. Watch out for that strag thinking. Facts. AB said, they already talking about $1,000. See? 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 If I had to guess, they probably gonna settle on another 600. 
if, if I had to guess, if I had to guess, they're probably going to settle on another 600. But that's just my conservative guess. You feel me? And see, here's the, here's the jacked up part. The jacked up part is now you're going to see the polar opposite in the media. Now, in the last administration, you saw the media attacking nonstop, right? Now, you're going to see the media defend nonstop. And if I had to guess, I would say that their, um, I would say that their ratings are already down. Because let's just be honest, controversy sells, and the news constantly talking trash about Trump gave people their fix, right? But now the news is not going to be talking trash about Biden, so. How are people going to get that fixed? How are they going to get that fixed? Because look, think about it like this. Have you ever, how many of you in here ever stayed with somebody? Like you had to stay with somebody for a little while. Press one if you've ever had to stay with somebody for a little while. Uh, Shakedown, appreciate you said, regardless AM, what they don't understand is that you have to pay that ish back. Yeah, you do. Okay, now, if you've ever had to stay with somebody, this is what you notice. After a little while, you wear out your welcome. It's inevitable. It's going to happen, right? So let's say that you're, you know, in your early 20s, and you have to stay with your parents or you have to stay with friends or you have to stay with family, right? Well, what happens is the people who live there are gonna start forming up against you. It's not gonna be blatant at first, but it's, you know, eventually they get tired of you, right? And they start forming up against you, right? And so depending upon how long you stay there, they develop a habit of doing little conniving, sneaky, messed up things to you or just being overtly hateful towards you, right? Well, eventually you leave. Eventually you're leaving anyway because you're only staying there temporarily. So this is what I've found. Whenever I stayed with somebody, like, for instance, I stayed with my sister and her boyfriend, right? After a while, the two of them, you know, they want to be a certain type of way towards me, right? Well, this is something that I understand and know. Once I leave, humans are creatures of habit. So if you have a habit of picking with someone or going in on someone or whatever, right? When that person leaves, it has to be replaced. Because you're not just going to go back to normal. No, you, you, you got to find somebody to pick with. Usually what happens is 
the two people or the people that were coming at you while you were there, once you're no longer there and you're absent, they turn on each other. Or a new person stays there and then they go in on that person. What you got to realize that is about to start taking place. It hasn't happened in the media yet, but it's going to happen. You mark my words, it's going to happen, right? The media has developed an appetite for talking trash about the president of the United States. Now, I told you guys when they were doing this to Trump, I said they are setting a very bad precedence, and I said people that are allowing this to happen, they're, they're, they're dismantling the... Uh, the respect of the office of the presidency, okay? Now, for Biden to come in thinking that he can go back to usual, he's bugging. Because they may not be doing it now, but eventually, they're going to look at their ratings. And they're going to say, you know what? The ratings just keep plummeting. Well, how were we getting ratings last time? Well, we were talking about Trump. So what's going to end up happening is eventually they're going to buckle and they're going to have to talk trash about Biden, especially with him doing the goofiness that he's doing right now. See, he doesn't realize the goofiness he's doing right now, that would have been acceptable pre-Donald Trump because pre-Donald Trump, the media didn't go into a feeding frenzy on the president. You see? So before there was some prestige, there was some semblance of having honor for the office of the presidency of the United States. So yeah, they may have asked questions or probed about certain things, but they did it with a level of dignity. When Donald Trump got in there, they just removed all dignity from it. They called him a racist. They called him everything you could think of. Accused him of crimes, all types of stuff. Now, are we supposed to believe that just because Donald Trump left office that the media is going to just come to a screeching halt when it comes to uh, uh, um, bashing the president for four straight years? So for four straight years, the media has been attacking the White House. You've developed a habit of that for four straight years. We're supposed to believe that you're just going to stop cold turkey? How many of you believe they're going to be able to do that? The rubber band man says, Swiper cut those union oil jobs. Yeah. How many of you believe they're going to be able to do it? Especially with a president that's messing up as much as he is. They're not going to be able to do it. They're not going to be able to do it. Yes, bronze, they've tasted blood. And they, and they want more. They're like, they're like the crocodile from Peter Pan. You see how obsessed he was with Captain Hook? It's because he got a taste for him. 
<laughs> they've got a taste for political corruption. And now they got the perfect candidate, the perfect individual in office right now for that taste. And the only reason they're not going in right now is because, look, he ain't even been in there a month. He ain't even been in there a month, right? They holding the line right now, some of them, some of them, but you already see it falling apart because you already see groups in the left already attacking him. I mean, for God's sake, look, Twitter broke its neck to take down Donald Trump and show nothing but love to Biden and what just happened. Biden hashtag, Biden lied hashtag trending on Twitter. Why didn't they put the kibosh on it? Why didn't Twitter shut down that trending hashtag? Hmm? You know why they didn't shut it down? Because they've already banned a, a, a ton of conservatives off the platform. And those they didn't ban left the platform because they were being censored. So who's left? Mostly leftists. And it's leftists that were making that hashtag trend. So what is Twitter going to do after it's already lost billions of dollars? Alienate the left the same way they just alienated the right? They can't do that. They can't do it. So what's going to happen is you're going to start seeing the left critiquing Biden because he's not going to do what they want. Biden is not no leftist. He's not no progressive. He's not. He's not. He's going to do what is beneficial financially to his interest, right? Like right now, everybody's like, oh, well, the reason why he shut down the XL, the Keystone XL pipeline is because he's going green. No, he didn't. He shut that down to, to get rid of the competition for another oil company. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. Mac Million said, what up, AM? Just checking in on my big brother in NC. You ain't missing anything here right now in NY. We're snowed in. Peace, big brother. I heard y'all had a bunch of snow. I heard y'all got a bunch of snow. Ain't nothing to do. Hey, look. Everything was locked down anyway. Screw it. He said they keep saying swiper first 100 days. Oh my God, first 100 days. First 100 days. Here's another lie that, uh, here's another situation that I doubt anybody's talking about. There is a video, there is a video, excuse me, Shout out to Kevin. He said, black folks having big time voters remorse. Yep. Yep. And they quiet. Turner. Oh, they quiet. They quiet. They quiet. They went from, yo, how many of y'all noticed? Shout out to Wesley. How many of y'all noticed? He said, we all know wolf tickets come in the form of free, exactly. How many of y'all have noticed? Turner! How many of y'all have noticed that these Negroes, these Negroes that 
basically said everything that you could think of, every single thing you could think of about Trump are now deathly quiet about Joe Biden. How many of y'all noticed that? How many of y'all noticed that? In fact, I haven't been around any of my family members lately, but if I go around any of my family members, they say, well, Trump's out, I'm gonna say, oh, let me stop you right there. He ain't in office no more. He ain't in office no more. So why are you still talking about him? He ain't in office no more. Won't you talk about the one you got in office right now, the one you voted for? See, they are not gonna talk about him because they don't want to have to eat crow. They don't want to have to admit that they made a horrible mistake. They don't want to have to admit that. Those who voted for them. That's why they quiet. That's why they cried. Y'all quiet. Every last one of you Negroes, guess what? You gonna look, they gonna grin and bear it. That's what they gonna do. When he rolls out that $600 check that should have been a $2,000 check, you ain't gonna say nothing because he got you in the trick bag with your stupid ass. He gonna do all kinds of messed up stuff and you ain't gonna say nothing. Obama 2.0. Why you didn't say nothing when Obama was messing up? Well, he's the first black president, we can't complain. He figured out a way to be the second black president. <laughs> you know why? Because you dumbasses were running around here calling Donald Trump racist, you know, and, and, and putting him up as the opposition, like, well, we're not gonna vote for Trump because he's racist. You were saying that as if Biden was a black man. That's what was so hilarious to me. That's what was so funny to me. I'm sitting there like, yo, y'all going pretty hard on this racism piece as if his opposition is not also a white man. Like, I'm just sitting there like, what, what, because let's be honest, you, you're mainly calling Trump racist because he's a white man. Come on now, black, white folks may not know that, but I'm from the culture. We know why you're calling Trump racist because he's a rich white man. But you were saying that as if his, his opposition wasn't also a rich white man. You're bugging. Negroes in, in my family talking about some, well, Trump is racist. I said, and Biden ain't? Biden ain't? I said to one of my cousins, I said, what about that 94 crime bill? Oh, that was years ago. I said, so was the Central Park Five. What's your point? What's your point? What's your point? Because the things that you're charging up Trump for in reference to being racist, 
you can levy them same charges at Biden. So why don't we do this? Here's a trick. Here's a trick. Instead of judging them by whether or not they're racist, why don't we judge them by their record? Why don't we judge them by the merit of their presidential terms? Woo! Don't want to do that, do you? You don't want to do that, do you? But see, I would say now that Biden is in office and now that it's his administration, keep the same energy. Keep that same energy. So you don't want to keep that same energy. Because now you got a definite liar up there. He sat there and said, you know, trying to take shots at Trump, you know, uh, using executive orders to get everything done. You know, matter of fact, let me just pull it up. Let me just pull it up. Let's just, let's just pull it up so you can see it. Here we go. Orders. Let's just, let's just pull it on up so you can see it. Let's put it on the big screen. So there's not gonna be any delay on the tax increases. No, well, I gotta get the votes. I gotta get the votes. That's why, you know, uh, the one thing that I, I have this strange notion, we are a democracy. Some of my Republican friends and some of my Democratic friends even occasionally say, well, if you can't get the votes by executive order, you're going to do something. Things you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. And I, I have this strange notion, we are a democracy. Some of my Republican friends and some of my Democratic friends even occasionally say, well, if you can't get the votes by executive order, you're going to do something. Things you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. We're a democracy. We so Joe Biden is saying that we're a democracy. He said some of my Republican friends believe that if I can't get the votes for something, then I can just do it by executive order. But I, I don't believe in that. You know, I have this strange notion that we're a democracy. That's what he said on the campaign trail. Meanwhile, he signed 45 executive orders in the first nine days. He signed 45 executive orders in the first nine days. Forty-five. And I don't know when I'm going to have the conversation with my mother. She might be watching right now. You might be watching right now, ma. The only reason why I haven't called you is because the next time we have a conversation, I'm going all the way in on your boy swipe because I know you voted for him. I know you voted for him. I know you voted for him. And I'm going to ask you, do you agree with him signing 
45 executive orders in the first nine days. And I know what you're going to say. Well, he had to sign them to undo all of the mess Trump did. And I'm going to say, what mess? What did, what did Trump do that he has to circumvent? Then I'm going to say, did you know that one of those executive orders was so that uh, uh, Transformers can use the same bathroom as little girls? You agree with that? That's one of his executive orders. Another one of his executive orders is that Transformers can compete in female sports. You agree with that? See, what I'm trying to figure out is how could any Christian, how could any God-fearing Christian support Joe Biden or Barack Obama for that matter? And see, here's the thing. I didn't like having discussions with my mother about Donald Trump. But every single time she got on the phone with me, I had to hear about Donald Trump and all of his shenanigans. So I'm thinking to myself, do I get to do that now? Should I call you up every week and complain about Joe Biden? I'm seriously thinking about it. I just might. I just might. Shout out to Brother Zeke. He said, brought up, brought up 1994 crime bill and Planned Parenthood stats arguing with parents. They talked about everything but that lesson. Majority of black folk don't give a you-know-what about black men or children. Facts. Facts. Ambush said, funny thing is Trump has all sorts of picks with black people before running for POTUS. Where's Biden's picks before he was VP? Facts! 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 Facts, facts, and more facts. Facts, facts, and more facts. Facts, facts, and more facts, right? Yeah, I look. That that's what annoyed me. Like no matter how many times I no matter when she called me or when I spoke to her, I had to hear about Donald Trump. I had to hear about Donald Trump. Every time. I got so tired of it that one day I just went in on a, a Facebook post. I just went in. I just went in. And that Facebook post caused us to fall out. Like, I can't. I can't. I can't with black folks. I cannot. I cannot. Because you know what? This is what black people do. It's, it's, called, it's called cognitive dissonance. What black people do is when they are wrong, instead of just admitting that they are wrong, they have to rationalize it and come up with excuses 
as to why they have to come up with excuses and oh well the reason is this and the reason is that like no no why don't you just admit that you're wrong won't you just admit that you're wrong yeah digging the hole deeper digging the hole deeper and by the way we got 650 people watching. This is turning out to be my main channel and my most productive channel. So we should have no problem getting 40 contributors. 40 contributors. So on the Cash App side of the game. So I still need 20 people. I still need 20 people to hit the cash app, man. Hit the cash app, support the show, man. Famous David said, remember I shook Swiper's hand and pulled out the hand sanitizer? That's because he gave me the screw face. I didn't want to be your friend, you creeper. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. CJ coming through, blessing the, blessing the channel. Appreciate you, bro. Turner! Oh yeah, and by the way, if you didn't think that, if you didn't think that, if you didn't think that the concept of racism was over, Turner, what y'all think about your boy? Excuse me, not your boy. What y'all think about your girl getting no nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize? That's right. They nominated Stacey Abrams for a Nobel Peace Prize. And guess what for? Guess what for? for turning Georgia blue. Shakedown said, AM, I bought my mother a brand new car. I told her this was made possible by Donald Trump and I laughed my... <laughs> you know what? I wish I would have thought of that, fam. 
I wish I would have thought of that. I wish I would have thought of that because, you know, I, over the past over the past few years, I've I've helped I've helped my mom's out. I should say to her, you know, the 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 money that I sent you was made possible by Donald Trump. <laughs> oh my God, she would curse me out and hang up the phone. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, that's, that's, that's classic, bro. That is classic. That's classic. <laughs> Yo, shout out to D young. Appreciate you, bro. That's classic. Right there. Turner. But yeah, they, they nominating your home girl. Or Nobel Peace Prize. Yo, shout out to Tariq. He said, New Year, new money. First donation of 21. Hey, appreciate you, bro. Hey, look, let me tell you something. I don't care what Swiper does in there. Turner! I don't care what Swiper does in there. We gonna get money. You feel me? If you watch my show, we, we, gonna, we gonna, what we gonna do is we gonna collectivize, you understand? And strategize <laughs> and we gonna make some money. I don't care what they doing up there. I don't care what they doing up there. Shout out to Sean, he said, thanks for the stream. You feel me? Turner! Silent Street Cat, South Side. He said, how's my big bro doing on this lovely day? It's snowing over here in Ohio. What about you? Is it snowing over where? Nah, it ain't snowing here, fam. It snowed, uh, it snowed a couple of days ago, but just as quickly as it came, it, it disappeared. We don't really get a lot of snow here. It was supposed to snow again, but it didn't. So now nah, we, we good over here. Omani, appreciate you. He said for the honorable minister, angry man, salute. Appreciate you, bro. Now nah, we, um, we good over here. We, 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 we ain't got no snow, man. Used to wish it would snow, but we don't really get no snow, you know? Turner. Shout out to Kennard. He said, the word democracy is not in the Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence, or the U.S. Constitution. The found, founding fathers spoke highly against it. Well, look, we've had this discussion before, and I've had to explain numerous times why people say that we live in a democracy. Okay. You got some people that say we live in a democracy. And democracy is majority rule. Right? Majority rule. And you got other people that say no, we live in a republic. Which a republic is you know, duly elected officials and, and stuff like that, right? 
and I've had to explain this to people numerous times. We don't live in either or, we live in a combination of the two. We live in a combination of the two. Okay, so, democracy, democracy, right? Is a form of government in which the people have the authority to choose their governing legislators. The decisions on who is considered part of the people and how authority is shared among delegating, delegated by the people have changed over time and at different speeds in different countries, okay? So democracy is a form of government in which people have authority to choose their governing legislators. Republic. A republic is a form of government in which power is held by the people and their elected representatives. In republics, the country is considered a public matter, not the private concern or property of the rulers. The primary positions of power within a republic are attained through democracy or a mix of democracy with oligarchy and autocracy rather than being unalterably occupied by any given family lineage or group. What we have in America is a combination of the two. We have a combination of the two, or we're supposed to have a combination of the two, okay? This is why when you vote, you have a popular vote and an electoral college. The popular vote is democracy. The electoral college is the republic. And if I'm not mistaken, the idea is to have a combination of the two so that it cancels out the downside of both and gets the benefits of both. So the people can't say, we don't have a say in who the president is. Okay? We don't have a say. Yeah, we do have a say because you vote and the amount of votes you put into a state determines whether one candidate wins that state or not, right? On voting night, that's the way it's supposed to work. So on voting night, if one candidate gets more votes than the other candidate, he wins the state, therefore winning those electoral college votes, okay? So you have a combination of the vote of two, you know, and, and I, it really annoys me, look, it really annoys me when people like to bicker over that. It really annoys me because you're, you're, you're bickering over nothing. And, and you don't realize it. You're bickering, over, you're bickering over semantics, okay? Nora said we live in a constitutional republic. Yeah, that has a democracy. 
Yes, that also has a democracy. Why do you think you have Democrats democracy and Republicans republic? You ended up with a two-party system. There used to be multiple parties. There used to be Federalists, Libertarians. There used to be multiple parties. But you ultimately settled on two parties because this country has evolved into a combination of democracy and a republic. Dopest man alive, appreciate you. Or at least that's what it's supposed to be. That's what it's supposed to be. Now, really what you have is you have a cratocracy. That's really what you have. What you have is people who have the most power are ending up ruling. That's what you have right now. Shout out to Dakota. That's what you've ended up with. You've ended up with a combination. You've ended up with uh, uh, those who have more power ruling. Raymond said, rocking with you. Appreciate you, fam. That's what you've ended up with. Turner! Yo, shout out to Robert. Robert said, I make money no matter who the POTUS is. Y'all know that's right. And that's, and that's the attitude and mentality. Turner! That's the attitude and mentality that we got to have over here. The attitude and mentality we got to have over here is it does not matter who's in office. We still going to grind. We still going to do what we need to do. Flat out, no matter how many shenanigans go on, you know, at, at the top level. Because see, here's the thing you got to realize. You got to realize that regardless of who's in office, somebody's making some money somewhere. Somebody's making some money somewhere. Like right now, um... The moment that I hear that Biden is is cutting off the 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 Keystone XL pipeline and it seems like he's favoring another company, right? What that mean? What that means to all my to all my financially savvy people in here. When you sit back and you look at you see, here's the thing. If you pay attention to politics, you might as well be paying attention to the market. If you pay attention to politics and business and what goes on in the world, then you should know what's going on in the market, which means what? If you know what's going on in the market, you should be able to what? You should be able to what? You should be able to make money, right? You should be able to make money. Dopest man alive said Biden is on air 
giving eulogy for KKK Grand Wizard Robert C. Byrd. Biden refers to himself as leader on C-SPAN. Yeah, I know. I saw that. The code appreciate the uh, super sticker. Somebody somewhere is making some money. Like the other day, I gave you the story about how Biden has this freaking uh, uh, agenda to where he's going to increase the amount of EV uh, uh, of, of EV cars and you know, increasing the amount of charging stations. And Nancy Pelosi went and bought a bunch of stock in Tesla, right? What should you be doing? See, this is what you gotta realize about us that are conservatives, that are on the right. We're not stupid. See, a person on the left if Donald Trump does something that you know is gonna increase a particular industry, someone on the left ain't gonna invest in that just because Donald Trump did it. They're gonna be like, I ain't invested in that. Screw him, screw Donald Trump. Oh no. If I sit back and see that Biden is doing something that's gonna affect an industry, that's gonna make that industry jump, I'm gonna invest in it. I don't give, I could care less if he was the one that did it. I could care less. I'm not gonna go broke for, for, for principle. You understand that? I'm not gonna go broke for principle. If I see him doing something that is gonna adversely affect the market, I'm going to change my position depending on which way that trend is going. And I suggest that you do the same. You know what that's called? You, you know what that's called? That's called weathering the storm, okay? That's what that's called. That's called weathering the storm and, and, and adapting, all right? Now, we can sit here all day long and complain, like right now. I could be complaining right now about what happened in November, but what's the point? What's the point? That's crying over spilt milk. There's no point in complaining about what happened in November. We have to live in the reality of the now, okay? And the reality is, whether we like it or not, Joe Biden is now the president. Joe Biden now is in the White House. He's in the seat of power. His administration, as goofy as they are, are doing a bunch of things that we need to be paying attention to. And mostly you need to be paying attention to it so that you know where the trends are going, what direction the economy is going to, so that you know how to move economically, right or wrong. Right or wrong. I got Bloomberg on the screen right now. Right now. It stayed, it, my TV mostly stays on Bloomberg 
I do not know how to pronounce that, but brother, I appreciate you contributing. I don't know how to pronounce that. Turner! And look, appreciate the contribution, bro. And look, I'm gonna explain it to you like this. This is not a claim that I make lightly, okay? I'm a firm believer, Sir, Sir Tice, Sir Tice, appreciate you. Yeah, silver is going up. Silver is going up. Now look, it's probably going up because people think the economy gonna crash. Um, look, I'm a firm believer that if you're around a bunch of broke people and all they do is have broke conversations, you're going to be broke because you're hanging around a bunch of people with broke mentalities. And as one of my mentors said, if you have nine broke friends, you will be the 10th one. All right. Shout out to Phantom Ruler G. He said, what's good, AM? Sent you a cash app earlier. Don't know if you got it. Uh, I don't see it. It depends on... Yeah, I don't see it, fam. I don't see it. Well, shout out to Ray Clemens. Appreciate you, bro. But like I said, Turner! If you hang around people that's broke, that talk broke, that act broke, that are broke, that's a little redundant, but you get my point, then you're gonna be broke, okay? Which is why on my platforms, here on The Street Conservative, we talk about the conservation of assets, income, wealth. Right? You talk money talk over here. In addition to politics, and you know, when you talk politics, you're talking money. All right? Now on Boss Talk, we focus more on masculinity, but on Boss Talk, we are focusing on masculinity from the position of power, not from a broke position. We're not talking about masculinity from a homosexual's point of view. We're not talking about masculinity from a uh, uh, unemployed, disenfranchised point of view. No, don't know broke dudes watch my show. And if they do, you don't know who they are because you gotta pay to talk in my chat rooms. You have to be a member to talk in my chat room. So nobody in here is broke, okay? Nobody in here is broke. When I go to channels, my comments 
or with a super chat, okay? Now, because of the fact that we talk about money on both my channels every day, right? We are focused on making money. I believe when you talk about money, when you talk about prosperity, when you talk about the markets, when you talk about strategies to invest, when you talk about strategies to be an entrepreneur or to make, uh, um, uh, what's, what's the term? Uh, passive forms of income. If you're constantly surrounded by that, it, you have no, it, there's no choice, but it, there's no choice. There's no choice except for it to sink in. Okay. Now, let me, let me ask this question. I got to ask this question. Got to ask this question. And it's a bit of a cocky question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How many of you exactly 48 laws of power avoid the unlucky and unhappy how many of you have noticed an increase in your money and your prosperity since you've been watching me on a regular basis You don't have to tell your business. You don't have to say how much. Just put a one in the chat room. Just put a one in the chat room. How many of you have noticed an increase in your bottom line since you've been watching me? Just be honest about it. Brother Zeke said, crypto gang. I make money in my sleep. No doubt. Now that right there, you see all of those ones in the chat room? That right there is worth the price of admission. And I guarantee you that a lot of individuals, they're not making more money just because I told them some ancient Chinese secret or I told them to go invest. I didn't told nobody to invest in anything. The reason why is because if you are around somebody who works out 24 seven, who's a health nut, it's gonna rub off on you. You understand? If I'm sitting here day in and day out, looking like money, sounding like money, talking like money, it's gonna subconsciously affect you. Okay, this is like being around Jay-Z. You're not going to be around Jay-Z and be broke. It's going to be hard to do it. You're not going to be around 50 Cent and be broke. You're not going to be around Puffy and be broke. Unless you're the dumbest person in existence. Okay? I've learned a very long time ago, if you surround yourself by people who are prosperous, if you surround yourself by people who make money, if you surround yourself by people who are on the up and up, it rubs off on you. There's just no way around it, okay? Steel sharp and steel, right? And I do my very best, and I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit this. I'm not ashamed to admit this. I do my very best 
to make my platforms toxic to broke people. Yes, I do. I do everything in my power to make sure that broke people are uncomfortable on my platforms because I do not want to be surrounded by broke people. I want to be surrounded by people who are prosperous, not because I want you to give me every last dollar that you have, but just because I know that it's reciprocal. I know that being around, having a bunch of guys in my chat room, bunch of women and men in my chat room that are successful, that rubs off on me too, okay? The other day, there was a few of you that were talking about different stocks that you invest in. One person was talking about Dogecoin. And I immediately went and got Dogecoin and immediately got a, a, a freaking 100% uh, uh, return on that investment immediately. Okay? So it's reciprocal. It, it goes both ways. All right? But, you know, because like I, I had discussions with a bunch of different guys in these spaces, right? About Donald Trump. And I said, flat out, I said, look, what's going on, Bishop? I said, look, one of the reasons, and look, see, I told you, whenever I start talking about money, see, I know how many people watch me that actually make money. And I know how many people watch me that are broke. See, whenever I start talking about money, 20 to 30 people instantly leave the, the stream. See, I know those are the broke people. Those are the broke people who sit in here and watch me just to see if I'm going to say something messed up. You feel me? Instead of staying in here and listening to the things I'm saying that may change their outlook on life and change their viewpoint and actually help them come up out of that situation, right? But like I was saying, so I spoke to a few guys in these spaces, right? And I said flat out that I've seen more money during the four years that Trump has been in office than I've seen in any other presidential term. Now, that's a fact. That's just a fact, right? Now, am I trying to say that Trump, I have to attribute my success to Trump? No, that's not what I'm saying. Because every time I said that, you got these individuals telling me, it ain't got nothing to do with Trump. It just has to do with your grind. And see, that's what lets me know that a lot of black people they're never going to be able to be successful because they have a one-track mind. They have blinders on. You know, you ever see the horse that has like the blinders on him so that he'll just walk forward? And that's the main reason why you always fall for the Democrats' lies and, you know, you always fall for the okey-doke because you got blinders on. You don't believe it's possible for two things to be true at the same time, okay? You're coming at me talking about some, nah, angry man, that ain't, but you ain't successful because of Trump. You're successful because of your grind and because of how hard you work and because of this. You think I don't know that? 
But just because I'm successful because of my grind, my hard work and my due diligence, it does not mean that I did not also gain more success because of his policies. Those two things can exist in the same space. Those two things can be right at the same time. But these Negroes don't understand that. These Negroes don't understand that. They think that what I'm saying is, I didn't make a dime when Barack was in office and then I made a bunch of money when Trump was in office. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Because that's not the way money works. Money is not like a light switch. Money is like a thermostat. You feel me? And what they do in Washington and what they do on Wall Street, it can affect that temperature to change. You feel me? It can affect the temperature of the economy to change. Few degrees up, few degrees down, or a lot of degrees up, or a lot of degrees down. It's my know-how and my ability to take and change the thermostat so that I can get a comfortable level. We understand that. We know this. But see, I would prefer to be in an environment where I don't have to blast the heat or I don't have to blast the AC just to get a comfortable level. You see, with Trump, what he was doing, he had the climate to the degree where I didn't have to really adjust the thermostat that much. You feel me? But now that Biden's in office, he's gonna have the degree off so much that I'm gonna have to turn the freaking thermostat all the way up just to get that same level of comfort I had with Trump. See, they don't, these Negroes don't understand. They don't get it. Bishop One Love, appreciate the membership. They don't get it. They don't get it. It doesn't matter how much you talk to them, right? It doesn't matter how much you talk to them. It doesn't matter how many ways you explain it to them. They just don't get it. They don't get it because they're, they're, they're armchair revolutionaries. They're, they're, uh, 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 they're, they're bench strategists. In other words, they're the, like, you, you could have a conversation with a lot of these guys in these spaces, right? And this is what they do. I don't know if you've noticed it or not. What they'll do is they'll go and get information just so they can sit in these panels and sound like they know what they're talking about, right? So in other words, if you start a conversation about Wall Street and the market, they'll sit there and explain to you well, the market did this, and this is the reason the market did this, and blase blam and all of that, right? They'll even argue with you if you say something that they don't that they don't agree with. So if you say, "Oh, well, I'm going to invest in Tesla because you know they're about to increase production on electric vehicles and things of this nature, and there's a bill on the floor that they're going to pass." to increase the amount of charging station, they'll be like, well, I wouldn't invest in that because this, that, and the third, and blah, blah, blah. Because they want to be contradictory and they want to be right. 
But what you don't even realize is that the entire time you're having this discussion with this person about the market, they don't even invest. They don't have not one red cent in the market. They don't have not one red cent in the market. Now, there's been plenty of times I've been on BGS's panel and they'll start talking about being an expat and going to the continent or going to other countries. And I back out of the conversation because I've never been to the continent and I don't really do the traveling all over the world. I, I've never really done that. So why am I going to be in that conversation? But you got to realize there are people that will sit up there and try to debate in that conversation, knowing they've never even had a passport, knowing they've never traveled anywhere. This is what goes on in these spaces. And it's the main reason why you have so many individuals that can't get ahead, so many individuals that can't get the answers they need. It's because there's a bunch of Negroes giving you advice that don't know what the hell they're talking about. And the reason they don't know what the hell they're talking about is because they have no skin in the game. Do you know how many dudes are in these spaces talking to you about what a relationship should be and they don't even have a relationship? They're telling you all of the downside to being married and they've never been married. They're telling you where you should invest your money or that you shouldn't invest your money. You shouldn't. The stock market's going to crash and they've never invested any money. Shout out to the bishop. He said, much respect to you, fam. Most ninjas don't see the big picture. I learned a lot on this channel. Hashtag haters make you famous. <laughs> double M, double up, no doubt. Like they don't know what they're talking about. You can sit back and listen to them and you can tell they don't know what they're talking about. They just run in their mouth. Like probably right now, there's a bunch of dudes on YouTube probably talking about the GameStop thing. And I'm willing to bet you any amount of money, they didn't even have any stock in GameStop. You feel me? I've had stock in GameStop ever since, it's been over two years I've had stock in GameStop. Now I ain't gonna tell you how much money I made. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that, just know I made some. You feel me? Miss Charney, appreciate you, said ties for the plate. Appreciate you. K-Dose Media, appreciate you. But they, you know, they're going to run their mouth about topics they know nothing about. Have absolutely no idea. You know, you even got guys that have set up here and attacked, they attacked freaking um, uh, MOT, Man of Tomorrow, about his trucking business. And you sitting there listening like, but you not in trucking. How you gonna tell him he don't know what he's talking about? How you gonna tell that man he don't, it's, it's even worse. Look, I've had dudes sit up here and argue me down about what YouTubers should be doing to grow their channels. I had an argument with two dudes. I forgot whose panel I was on. I had an argument with two dudes that were trying to tell me 
what I should be doing with my channel. Now, what I want you to keep in mind is that neither one of the dudes that was arguing with me has a channel. And, and this is what's so funny about this. What's so funny about this is the black manosphere is supposed to be the space for the most insightful black men that you can encounter. It's supposed to be a space for the most intelligent black men you can encounter. And they constantly, incessantly complain about the ills of the community. They constantly complain about how ghetto niggas hold them down with all of their ghetto habits. But guess what? There's one habit in the ghetto that niggas engage in that keeps them at zero, keeps them nowhere. You know what that is? It's sitting around pretending like they know what they're talking about when they don't, just so they can be right. And guess what? You intelligent Negroes in this space that come from academia, you do the same thing. You sit around here all day long talking about something, pontificating about something that you have absolutely no experience in, absolutely no expertise in. In fact, you got individuals here that will talk at length about numerous topics all day, every day, and they never once speak on the topic that they're actually an expert in. You got guys up here that come from the technology field. They never talk about technology. They never talk about technology. There was one brother that was up here. He was on DJ Kuda's show, right? And he was talking about how Alan Roger Curry was a fraud and how Alan Roger Curry's book mode one was some BS and how Alan Roger Curry didn't know what he was talking about. And I'm just sitting there listening and it got on my nerves so bad. I had to join the panel. And when I joined the panel, I asked him, I said, let me ask you a question, bro. I said, how many women would you say you have successfully talked to since you've been an adult? How many relationships have you been in? Now, needless to say, the number was very low. I said, are you successful at helping other dudes get women? Well, no, I don't do that. I'm not a dating coach. I said, have you wrote a book on it? No, I haven't wrote a book on it. Then how are you critiquing this man who's successful at it? This is the cognitive dissonance of black people. You will have a dude that knows nothing about plumbing sitting there with a plumber while he's fixing some plumbing, telling him, hey man, I don't think you should do that. I think you should use that one. Man, if you don't take your goofy ass somewhere and sit down, jack of all trades, master of none, Pure goofiness, man.
always want to discredit somebody, but never really offering anything tangible. And by the way, we only need 10 more people. Armchair experts, exactly. We only need 10 more people. And I see I offended some people because it was 600 people in here. So they bounced. Angry man thinking. I don't give it. I don't care. You know I don't care. I don't care. See, that's what really makes them mad at me is... They want me to be like everybody else. They want me to pander and tap dance and kiss everybody's butt so that I could have thousands of people. I don't care about thousands of people watching me. You know what I care about? I care about this right here. That's what I care about. That's what I care about. That's what I care about. Mm-hmm. That's what I care about. We only need... 10 people to reach our goal. Hit the links, man. Support the show, man. Three industry media, appreciate you. Appreciate you, fam. Exactly. They know it all, but they stay broke. They know it all, but they stay broke. They know it all, but they stay broke. Lim Hendricks, he said, I got you, bro. Appreciate you. Know it all, but stay broke. Stay broke. Can't get nothing accomplished. Turner! Akiak said, nothing I hate more than a know-it-all. Facts. Y'all y'all have seen me numerous times. Numerous times I've sat up here and I've proclaimed to know a lot. But there have been numerous times y'all have seen me say, I don't know nothing about that. I'll even ask you guys. <laughs> I'll even ask you guys. When the dude was in there talking about Dodgecoin, I said, like, I don't know nothing about that. What's that? But they, they won't do that. If they see it, they'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, what, I know about that. I know, I know about that. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I know about that. But see, nobody ever asked too many follow-up questions. Oh, really? You know about that? Okay, then explain it to me. Oh, well, I, I, I don't. I don't. I, I, I'm not, I don't do that type of thing. I, I, oh, yeah, I'm offending a lot of people. <laughs> I'm offending a whole lot of people. I don't care. I don't care. 
Don't make me no difference. It don't make me no difference at all. Cause I know, cause I know the, I know the people I'm dealing with. Those of you that are running up out of here, I know who you are. I know who you are. You a bunch of niggas. And, and what niggas do is they run from anything that benefits them. And they run towards everything that disparages them. They run towards everything that hinders them. That's the one thing I know for certain about black folk. If it hinders you, you're going to embrace it. If it benefits you, you're going to run from it. You're going to denounce it. You're going to curse it. But it's all good because I've actually found 3,000 Spartans that actually think the way I do. So I don't have no problem with a class separation. I don't have a problem with, you know, being different. I don't have a problem with that. At all. But look. We only need eight more people. With 550 people in here, that should not be a problem to get eight more people. I would love to get eight people who have never contributed before. If you've never contributed to the show, contribute to the show, show some love. It's greatly appreciated. K Doe's appreciates you fam. Contribute to the show. It is greatly appreciated. Turner! You help us keep this joint going. So that we can discuss the shenanigans of the day. <laughs> Silas said, I'm loving this. You funny as hell. Hey, it is what it is. I mean, reality is funny, especially when it comes to dealing with Negroes. Dealing with Negroes is hilarious. You got to laugh in order to avoid crying because it's sad. It's, it's sad. It is so sad and unfortunate. It's sad and unfortunate because Negroes are just determined. Negroes are determined to be failures. Y'all know that, right? And, and how dare you come in between them and their failure? How dare you? Shout out to Paul. He said, take this child support money, boss. <laughs> Turner! Like, how dare you? How dare you come in between the struggle? You see how mad they were at Jay-Z? Too Watchful said, drop a stock we should buy. Already tell, I already told you one. Already told you one that you might want to invest in. 
but I don't give financial advice. I give you tips, but I don't give financial advice. I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you to go invest in a stock and then you go invest in it to lose money. I don't do that. I don't give financial advice. Bevo Lotti said, you putting the Tony Shakris on this show. <laughs> Appreciate you, Bevo Lotti. Turner! Gregory, appreciate you. Turner. By the way, did y'all hear about this new, uh, this new form of testing for the pandemic? Did y'all hear about that? Now, instead of taking a swab and, and, and I guess shoving it up to your brain, now they want you to bend over so they can take the swab. <laughs> they want to they wanna test you for the pandemic the same way they, they, they take your temperature when you're a baby. <laughs> They want to shove it. They want to shove it up. Like I guess they want it to be literal. <laughs> oh my God! I saw. I saw a. Um, I saw somebody put a post up where OJ posted on Twitter. Just think about that for a second, man. I got. I got to point that out. Donald Trump is banned from Twitter, but OJ isn't. <laughs> Yo, we live in some strange times, bro. We live in some strange times, man. This is why I said, yo, it's, it's getting harder and harder for y'all to push the racism narrative. It's, it's just getting harder and harder because we live in a world now where a rich white guy who was president is not allowed to be on Twitter, but a guy who was accused of killing his wife, excuse me, a black guy that was accused of killing his white wife that was acquitted, but nobody believes he didn't do it is allowed to be on Twitter. <laughs> I 
It's kind of hard for you to make a case for racism with that going on, bro. <laughs> and look, here's the funny thing. Somebody put the meme up. It was a post that he put on Twitter where he's sitting there getting his shot and, you know, a white lady's giving him the shot and he's got his mask on and he put in the caption, I got my shot, get yours. And look, somebody said, did anybody have OJ getting stabbed by a white woman in 2020? <laughs> did anybody see that coming? <laughs> Did anybody see that coming? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Horrible. 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 I'm not black. I'm OJ. <laughs> He's a fool is what he was. He got he got that wake up call real fast. This is why and for those of you for those of you that's wondering about silver, okay? James, appreciate you. This this is why this is why silver's going up. Silver is going up because People are losing their faith in the economy because of what's been happening. This is the main reason why you see cryptocurrency going up, right? You see silver going up. In uncertain times, how to put silver and gold in a tax advantage account. Big banks and the IRS want you to think the only way to save for retirement is to load up on stocks and feed the Wall Street beast. I'm sure that I don't need to tell you that this beast can bite the hand that feeds it, just as it did in 2008, and again in recent months when the corona crash tanked Wall Street. But you have options. Did you know that you can make your retirement savings out of stocks and keep your tax advantage status. <laughs> Have you heard about section 408M3? It's a little known cousin of section 401K of the IRS code. I like to call it the cheat code that unlocks investments you simply can't find on Wall Street. Here's what I mean. Section 408M3 lets you open a precious metals self-directed IRA and put real gold and silver into a tax-advantaged account. Here are three good reasons to consider this IRS cheat code. Number one, gold protects against stock crashes. Number two, unlike the dollar, gold maintains its purchasing power over time. Number three, if something catastrophic happens to the dollar, gold can be used as currency around the world. 2020 gold info kit while you still can get an info kit on gold and IRS cheat code to move your IRA and or 401k to precious metals with no tax consequences. So might want to look into that. 
that's part of the reason why silver's going up because people are losing faith in the um in the market. Shango said, what's that website you're reading from? Hold on, I'll put the link in there for you. There's the link right there. Appreciate the donation, fam. Turner! So yeah, that's part of the reason that silver's going up. Backstage capital opening up for all investors. What is backstage capital? Does anybody know? What is backstage capital? Does anybody know? What is backstage capital fund? Invest in backstage capital. Backstage capital is thrilled to announce our campaign with Republic. Investing in underestimated founders is more than good business sense. It's a deeply held conviction that what we all do will change the world. Hmm. I don't know. Let's see. Backstage Capital's $36 million fund is taking longer to raise than expected. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the tech industry is volatile and Backstage Capital founder and managing partner Arlen Hamilton is experiencing that firsthand. Last May, Hamilton announced the launch of a $36 million fund to invest in as many women of color as possible all. But the $36 million fund which would mark Backstage's second fund has yet to close, as Axios reported this morning. We had a couple of anchors fall through, which meant we had to start nearly from scratch on the rise, and any fundraise that isn't a 16Z or Sequoia is a long process. Hamilton told TechCrunch in a Twitter direct message. So we are still at it, taking, talking to LPs, doing our thing, conquering the world while adapting. At one point backstage was in talks with the Alliance 
previously run by Carlos Goshen two weeks before his arrest. They are discussing a $5 million operations deal. Nope. Hard pass. <laughs> Hard pass for me. Hard pass for me. You feel me? Chani said backstage capital fund is anti-street conservative. Oh, obviously. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Plus, it doesn't seem like they know what they're doing. It don't seem like they know what they're doing. So nah, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. We're we going to do a hard pass on that. Let's see. Silas said it's best be going, big bro. Enjoy the rest of your night. Oh, no doubt. I'll let you later, fam. Mm-mm. We good money on that. We good money on that. We good money on that. Let's see. Are the markets up today? Let's see if we made any money today. Oh, yes. We made some money today. Awesome. We made some money today. What is going on with Dogecoin? Why are they messing with it? Why are they messing with Dogecoin? Dogecoin is down, but Ethereum is up. Ethereum is up and Litecoin is up. We made some money today. We made some bread today. Dogecoin went down, but that's because they messing with it. They, they not allowing people to buy it. They not allowing people to buy it. Last time I checked, let me check again. Well, now you can buy it. The other day, they wasn't allowing nobody to buy it. <clears throat> But Joe, we about to get up out of here, man. Um, I will be back at nine. I'll be back at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, prime time for Boss Talk Radio. You feel me? Yeah, market manipulation market manipulation but i do see it going back up I, I think it will go back up but um we're about to get up out of here we only need one more person man we only need one more person man who's gonna be the lucky person 
We need one more person. We need one more person to hit the cash app. One more. Oh, we got him. My bad, we got him. My man Shango doubled up. He said, what service do you use to get crypto? Well, I was using Robinhood, but now I use Coinbase. Now I use Coinbase, which is cool, but the only downside to Coinbase is you can't buy Dogecoin with Coinbase, but you can pretty much get most of everything else. So yeah, I use Coinbase. Appreciate the double up, Shango. Turner! And then we had Mr. Zeke hit us again. Shout out to Mr. Zeke. But yeah, man, we about to get up out of here. Like I said, I will be back. I will be back at 9 p.m. for Boss Talk Radio. Turner! John Henry said, appreciate you, OG. See you in a few hours, no doubt. Uh, not sure what the topic is going to be about tonight, but it will be on masculinity. Y'all already know what the deal is. So make sure you tune in. I'm going to try my best to make sure we, we go live at 9, 9, 9.30, something like that. We're trying to get the schedule back on track. So y'all already know what it is, man. Um said just go with exodus let me look that one up is exodus an app or is it Is Exodus an app? Oh, it is an app. Okay. I'll check it out. <clears throat> but yo man word word appreciate that Kiki said Exodus yes Exodus and get a trust wallet atomic wall word alright with that being said y'all already know what it is man Salute to everybody who contributed to the show. Appreciate every last one of you guys. Y'all already know what it is with me, man. Keep the faith. Keep the pride. Hold the line. Hold the line. But most of all, most importantly, most importantly, most importantly, stay conservative, my friends. Holler at y'all later. Deuces.